We've got a lot to be thankful for. Anything you need to thank Him for this morning? Amen. I think I'll thank Him for about 45 minutes if that'll be all right. Amen. Psalm 91, verse number 1 this morning. Visitors, it is good to have you. And uh, uh, you just make yourself at home. Amen. I, I, I just let go, turn loose, worship God. It'll be all right. Amen. Psalm 91, verse number 1. If you find your uh, place, if you would please stand. Psalm chapter 91, verse number 1. Amen. I'm standing out of reverence, out of respect to God's word this morning. Psalm 91, verse number 1. You found your place, say amen. 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 Now you keep doing that. <clears throat> you amen the whole time. And I'll try and preach in 30 minutes. But if you don't, I'm going to preach for an hour and a half. I'm just kidding. Psalm 91, verse number 1. The Bible says this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Let's read it again. Hey, why don't you read it with me this morning. Psalm 91, verse number 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Let's pray. Dear Lord, most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, I come to you this morning. God, I thank you, Lord, for your mercy, for your grace. Father, I thankful, Father, to know where I'm headed. Dear God, when I leave this world behind. And Father God, I thank you for saving an old sinner like me. God, I thank you, Father, that in a world that's full of craziness and madness, I've got a place to hide. And Father, I just pray, dear God, that uh, just thanking you this morning for watching over us, protecting us, God. And Father, we just thank you. We love you. And God, if there's any loss this morning, I pray that you'd save them. Father, if there's somebody that needs help this morning, I pray that you'd help them. Father God, I love you and I thank you. And God, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I'm going to preach this morning on this thought. Glory to God. I've got a place to hide. Glory to God. I've got a place to hide. You know, there's a lot of people, and they'll build these big old shelters. Amen. And there's a whole lot of that that, that goes on, and they're looking uh, to be safe from a day that's coming. And there is a day that's coming in which people want to be safe from, but there ain't going to be no safety out here. How far down in the ground you dig, it don't matter how many shelters you build. There's a day coming, but friend, if you're saved and born again this morning, you've got a hiding place under the shadow of the Almighty. I was reading though after a man, and he said this. He said that uh, uh, the shadow is the most safest place that you can be. Well, how about that? When you're under the shadow of the Almighty, it is the safest place that you can be. Amen. And before we get started this morning before I preach twice, I'm going to give you some interesting uh, history about this particular psalm we're in this morning. And then I'm going to get on with the message. And I hope that you get as much help as I got when I studied this out. But as I studied this out, I just about had one of them Christopher Cox's shouting spells. Amen. Uh, we was riding down the road with Brother Christopher Cox. And there's a song, you remember Brother Chris, right? The guy was spiritual policy preacher. And uh, I was riding down the road with him. And a song come on. And he rolls the window down. And he shouts out the window. And he says, Well, 
glory. Amen. I about had one of them spells in my study. But friend, as we come to Psalm chapter 91, it's good to know this morning, this is one of the Psalms that we don't know who wrote this Psalm. We have no idea. And there's all kinds of those Psalms in the Word of God. And they're what is known as an orphan Psalm. Now David is a man that's written many of the Psalms uh, that are found in our Bibles this morning. But as we come to this Psalm, uh, we don't know who wrote it. Amen. But it don't matter who wrote it because we know that God put it in there. Now Moses could have wrote this song. Amen. We don't know. David could have wrote this song. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar or Hezekiah could have wrote this song. Nathan the prophet. Uh, could have wrote this song. Isaiah the prophet could have wrote this song. We don't know who wrote it, but the possibilities of who could have wrote this particular song this morning are endless. But it don't matter. As I said a moment ago, it doesn't matter so much who wrote the psalm, but it's amazing where it falls at in the Word of God. Even though we may not know who it is that wrote this psalm, when it comes to the man that wrote it, I believe if you were to go back and read the psalm before this one, I believe that we had all come to the conclusion this morning that this psalm was clearly intended to be an appendix, if you will, this morning to the previous psalm of chapter number 90. Now, maybe somebody saw this psalm. I don't know. And maybe they thought, man, this psalm needs a friend. Uh, maybe they seen uh, Psalm chapter number 90 and said, boy, it's full of sorrow and it's full of pain and, and this psalm needs a friend. I don't know what they were thinking, but friend, Psalm chapter 90, the psalm before this one, uh, was a psalm of death. But I'm glad when we come to Psalm 91, we come to a psalm that's all about that. And friend, if you're here and if you're lost this morning, that's kind of how life is. I'm glad that friend, uh, before you knew Jesus, hey, uh, Aren't you glad this morning that I mean, you was going to a land of death? You were saved before you knew Christ and before you met Him. We were in a life of death and we were settled for hell and destruction. But I'm glad, thank God, that in the next chapter of our life that Jesus Christ saved our soul and now we're headed for heaven. Amen. That didn't get half as good as amen. I thought it would. Hey, are you glad to be going to heaven? Amen. Or you just a well, yeah, we're trying to people. Yeah, preacher, I'm happy that I don't have to go to hell, yeah. Glory! Amen. We're not going to heaven. I mean, we're not going to hell. We're going to heaven this morning. But in this song that we're in, we may not know who wrote it. Now, we can guess all day long who wrote this song. But friend, as good as all that is, this song is a song which we can see the picture of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Friend, this is called a Messianic song. And what that means this morning is that you can see Jesus Christ through the psalm. So it's in this psalm as we read its verses and its words, it reveals to us not only how great Jesus is. Hey, we've come for one purpose this morning. That's the worship of Him. Praise His name. Friend, we can see how great Jesus is. But it's in this psalm this morning that every believer on the crazy planet of earth can find some comfort and can find some help in a day in which we're living in. Uh, friend, listen, it reveals a place of security for the believer. It's this psalm this morning that is popular among God's people. And it's popular because there's some comfort in this thing this morning. Many people have been blessed by this psalm. And friend, you and I can have comfort this morning in a world that seems to have no comfort. You know, we get in the book of Psalms. And we'll go be going through something hard in our life. We can read the book of Psalms. And ever just about every psalm that we come to, here's a man. And we see that he's down. 
But then we see that he gets up. We see that they're down. And we see that they get up. Aren't you glad that we can get up in a day we're living in? Psalm chapter 9 was a picture of the first man named Adam. And Adam all surely died. But they'll, they'll die and go to hell without Jesus if you don't, if you don't have Him. Friend. But here in Psalm 91, we have a picture of our Lord from heaven. And we see that in Christ, you don't have to die. But you can have eternal life. Friend, not only do we find in this psalm this morning you can have eternal life, but in this psalm this morning you and I can find out what goes along with having eternal life. Friend, I'm glad when I leave this world behind. I'm glad that I have a soul that will not ever die. Friend, all that is is in my future this morning is looking mighty bright for us that are saved this morning. I mean, our future looks great. Hey, if you're saved this morning, you're going to heaven, hey, where there's a land where nobody's complaining no more. Hey, all the sickness is gone. All the disease is gone. Sin is gone. Hey, that's where I'm headed this morning. But friend, I'm telling you, I'm not there yet. And so with being saved, there also comes some joy in life down here. I'm glad of that. You know, I preach this a whole lot, but I see Christians in our day walking around like this. Come in the church stores and say, how you doing? Well, pretty good. That's a blessing, ain't it? <laughs> hey, we're coming to the church house and, and we'll preach on heaven and the cross and how Christ went to Calvary for us and we're going to sleep. <laughs> hey, that's what we do, ain't it? We come in tired every once in a while. But friend, I've got a hiding place in a world full of people this morning that cannot hide. I've got a hiding place in a world full of hate this morning. And I don't know about you, friend, but one of my favorite things to do is I like to hide. Now, don't, don't go to work telling me this. I'm going to tell you, I like to hide at work. Amen? Every time our little girl hides from me, we like to hide in the house. Amen? And every time our little girl hides from me, I mean, she thinks that I can't see her, so I act like a penny. But she'll hide over behind the door. And she's tickled. She'll laugh. She'll laugh. I, I don't know where Marie's at. She'll laugh and she'll laugh. And she just has a big time. I said, I don't know where she can be. And she's just laughing like she is right now. And she'll just laugh and laugh and smile. And then she'll peek out and go through. And then I'll jump a country mile and scream. Then Annie will say, would y'all be quiet? Amen. But every time she hides from me, she's got a smile on her face. She thinks she can jump out and scare me. When she does, I'll run through the house. But friend, you and I that are saved this morning, we've got a hiding place. Hey, we ought to smile as big as our little girl does when she hides. When she thinks that she's a, uh, when she thinks that I can't see her. Hey, listen, we've got a hiding place this morning. We ought to be happy. That stinking old devil, he'll try to scare us. Like my daughter tried to scare me. But I'm telling you this morning in Christ, we've got a hiding place. Glory to God this morning, friend. This will make sense in a minute before I preach a message. Let's, let me give you three thoughts this morning. Number one, I'm going to preach on this. In times of trials, we've got a hiding place. Number two this morning, in times of terror, we've got a hiding place. Number three this morning, in times of temptation, and there will be times of temptation, but in times of temptation, I've got a hiding place. Let's look, number one, and in times of trials, 
I have a hiding place. Now the Bible said this psalm here in verse number one, verse number two. The Bible said this. Read it with me now. Listen to me. I don't want you to just read this verse. You just read something all day and it don't make a hill of beans what you read. I want you to not read this verse. I want you to look at it and claim this verse. Read it with me. Read it aloud. The Bible said in verse 1 and 2, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Bible said, I will say the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him, Will I trust? In those two verses of this psalm this morning, it is jam-packed full of a lot of things. Friend, we see some names of God this morning uh, here in the Word of God. And these names this morning tell us some of the greatest things about our mighty God. It's in these names this morning that we see not only does our future look bright, but I'm glad, hallelujah, if you're saved and born again, hey, not only does the future look bright, but life down here can look bright for you too. Hey, friend, and listen to me. If Jesus didn't make your life a little brighter the day you got saved, I believe I'd check out the Word of God. Amen. Because friend, the day you get saved, amen, there's a smile come across your face. I remember a little girl sitting right here. Amen. And she got saved. And you know what happened? The smile come in. Hey, man. Hey, friend. What happened? Well, she got saved. Hey, listen. It's in this verse that we see. Even in a world that's full of madness and chaos, I'm glad there's a hiding place in a God that's still great even in 2020. Hey, man. We think it's bad in America because she ain't what she used to be. Hey, I'm telling you. It's probably going to get worse. Amen, America. But listen to me this morning. I uh, very much agree with the statement America is not what she used to be. But I'll also say this it could be much worse. Amen. Listen, out there in other countries this morning, there are some tribes and there are some people who will make little G gods. Now get a hold of this. Here's what they do they'll set up these little statues. Amen. They'll pray to them, they'll look at them. They'll worship them statues. Hey, friend, listen, I've got news for them this morning. Those little G-gods, they can't talk. They cannot hear. They're no good for nothing. But friend, even in a world which we're living in in our day, and even in a world that's full of chaoticness and craziness, I'm glad that I'm able to stand by the grace of God and say, we that are saved this morning are not serving a little G-God. Hey, we're serving the God that answers prayers this morning. We're serving the God that can hear us. Hey, friend, God's good. Oh, it's good. Amen. Y'all wake up. Listen, that's the one this morning in which we're hiding in. Now think about that. They keep their little G-Gods. Hey, man, I want to serve the big God. Friend, let me back, get back on track. It's in these first two verses we see four names for God that make God great. It's in these great four names for God that you and I know that we have rest. In a world full of craziness, you and I this morning will face trials in and through this life. You and I this morning will face troubles in and through this life. Hey, we'll go through things that we don't understand. Amen. We'll go through all kinds of things. But friend, listen, if you're saved by the grace of God, I'm glad to be able to say that in the trials and in the troubles of this life, I've got a place to hide. Amen. Crawl up in the arms of Jesus. Friend, in these four names, we see that we that are saved have a fortress which we can run and hide. You know what a fortress does? 
You can build up a fortress and no army can get in. You can build up a fortress and nobody else can climb in. Thank God. Hey, listen, I don't know about you, but friend, in the most high, uh, let me back up with that on our minds. Look here at the first name of God. Now look at this. Verse number one, the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. That's our fortress, friend. Listen, I don't know about you, but the Most High is where I'm hiding this morning. Hey, I'm not trying to hide behind a little G God. Amen. I'm not trying to hide behind God. Amen. But glory to God, listen, this morning, if you're saved and born again, you are hiding in God. The Bible says in Colossians 3 and 3, for you're dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Hey, if you're saved and born again, your old life is dead. And you won't produce any fruit till you're dead. You're like corn. Amen. When corn dies, it produces. But I'm telling you this morning, friend, that old life's gone away. Hey, all the sin and wrong I've done is gone because I got bored by the grace of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hey friend, listen, it don't matter what you've done. It don't matter how bad you was. It don't matter amen, how little the sin was. If you've done wrong in your life, hey, get it under the blood and the sin is gone. Amen. Now let me get back on track. The day we got saved, we got to hide in place because we got hit with Christ in God. So listen now. Because of what happened on that day, we that are saved have a place which we can run to when there's trouble and trials on every hand. Friend, there are many things in which we can run to. Amen. You can run to the news to get depressed. Amen. You can run to the bottle and you can drive home. Uh, you can drive drunk and hit somebody and kill them. I'm telling you, you can run to the pills this morning. But friend, I'm telling you this morning, I believe I'll run to the hiding place that is higher than I. Hey, the most high God. I believe I just run to Him. Amen. Why would you do that? I'll tell you. There are many things in which we can run to. But when we run to God, we're not running to any little G God. Hey, we're running right to the arms of the most high God. Which means that we can run to the person who's got more power than the president. Y'all understand that? There's only so much power He's got. He can change the law by now. Amen. There's only so much He can do. But I'm telling you, there's nothing. That God cannot do. Hey, I run into a person who's got more uh, power than any chief over a palace this morning. Friend, uh, I'm telling you this morning, I respect all those in office this morning, or most of them anyhow, but friend, listen, there's one this morning who's much higher than any one of them this morning, and that's the one I can run to when things get crazy in life. Hey, our God is so high this morning that He's over more than anybody else could ever be over. He's over it all. He's the possessor of the heaven and the earth. He's God. Amen. When someone, uh, listen to us this morning, when somebody creates something, you know what they do? They patent that thing out. Make a patent on it, put their name on it. Amen. What's that one guy? Makes them good sleeping pillows. Mr. Pillow or my pillow, what is it? Amen. He's patenting that thing out. I ain't got one of them. But I don't think I'm going to get me one because on them commercials, they're sleeping pretty good. 
Amen. But listen, our God's so high this morning. Hey, he's the God who has the patent for it all. Listen to me, friend. Even the man that made a patent for his product still yet cannot have made a patent unless God had to put it in his mind for him to make what he made. I'm telling you this morning, God has patented every single thing that this morning he's patented you. He's patented me. He made the sun to shine this morning. He made the leaves that uh, the, the, the visitors come and slow up traffic to look at. Amen. But listen, He's made it all. Friend, that same God who's over it all. Yeah, that my hiding place. Thank God. Hey, listen, friend. Therein lies my hiding place. Right with the great God of heaven who owns it all. Right with the God who has full control. There ain't a thing went on without Him knowing. That's where we're hiding, friend. Listen, God's used this name in the Word of God a total of 48 times. Our King James Bible. My God most high. Now you think about it. The day you got saved, you got healed with in God. Do you really get hold of that? I wish I could illustrate it. You were hid with Christ in God. What does that mean? They can't nothing touch you without God letting it. They can't nothing get to you without God saying, okay, boy, the most high God that's the one we're hiding in. Let's look at another name. Look with me in verse number one again. Look where the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Friend, not only is our God the Most High, our God's the Almighty. Friend, listen, can we worship Him? Let's kick the brakes off. Amen. He's Almighty this morning. What's that mean? That word Almighty means this. Possessing all power and being unlimited of mind. It means this morning being a boundless sufficiency. Friend, I don't know about you. That sure sounds like God to me. Friend, our great mighty God, like I said earlier, He possesses it all. He owns it all. He's the one that owns everything. Friend, He's the one that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. But not only does He own the cattle, hallelujah, He owns the hill too. Hey, friend, I'm telling you this morning, uh, salvation is the Lord's. Amen. Uh, all this is the Lord's this morning. But hey, listen to this. Uh, we know salvation is God because when David wanted his joy back to Psalms, what did he say? He said, restore me the joy of thy salvation. He didn't tell God, say, restore me the joy of my salvation. It ain't ours, it's His. Amen. Just in knowing that it's God that owns it all. Glory to God, He's the God of our hiding place. He's our almighty, all power in heaven and in earth is ascribed unto Him. There's not one thing this morning that God cannot do. Now, do we really believe that? Do we really Believe that. There's not one thing God can't do. The Bible said in Matthew 19 and 26, But Jesus beheld them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. He's the God that gave unto us the thing that seemed like it was most impossible. Hey, did you ever think this morning that when you was out there living in sin that God could ever save your soul? I did Hey Amen, I'll just be honest with you. I really didn't. I thought it was impossible. We was out there drinking, hitting the bars and all that mess. 
Hey, I ain't what I used to be. It's all because of the grace of God. But I'm telling you, friend, what seemed impossible. Glory to God. God made possible. Hey, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to down the old rugged cross for you and for me. Hey, He's Almighty friend. All things are possible with God. Even in a world that's dark and filled with sin, I'm hiding in Almighty God. Hey, just in knowing that our God owns it all, ain't it, not, ain't it good to know that He provides? Now, He did a hold of this, just to say. Now, if we treated God, I mean, let me back up. Let me get my thoughts together. If, if uh, people treated us like we treated God. If somebody come up to you and was mean to you, would you want to clothe them? No. Would you want to feed them? No. I would. I'd just be honest with you. But God, as bad as we are to Him sometimes, not one time has He ever failed. Not one time has He ever let me down. Now listen to me, friend. We've got clothes on our back. Shoes on our feet. You can tell by looking at me. I got plenty to eat. Hey, I'm telling you, God's been good. And God provides. He owns it all. But still, yeah, He gives us just exactly what we need. That's where we're hiding. That's God. He takes care of us, don't He? Even in a world where the grocery prices have went through the roof. God's still providing. Hey, there's not one time He's never come through for me. How about you? Not one time He's ever let me down. Hey, friend, He's the God. That's my hiding place. Wow. Is it yours? Listen to me. The world looks at us that are saved and says, how are they so happy in a world full of chaos? Hey, we got to go over to uh, Miss Linda's the other day. I got a fellowship with Brother David and Brother Shane. Brother David, they been Shame you all work. Amen. I'm just kidding. Amen. See, so we're fellowship. They say, how can they be so happy in a world full of chaos? I'll tell you how. Because no matter what the chaos, no matter how crazy it is, we know where we're going, friend. We can be happy this morning because of our hiding place. Hey, friend, listen. As good as all that is, that's good, ain't it? Amen. Are y'all with me this morning? That ain't blessing you like it blessed me. I'm telling you, friend, get a hold of that. We're in Him. God ain't done yet. Look, let's look in verse number 2. The Bible says this, I will say of the Lord. Wow, there's another name for God. The psalmist don't just call Him God. He calls Him Lord. Wow, friend, listen, that's exactly who God is. You say, where did God come from? Well, I don't know. I don't have to know. All I know is that God is. And he just is. He's the I am. Amen. He's the Alpha, the Omega. He's the one who made it all. He just is. He's Lord. Amen. Don't ask me where he come from. I don't know. But I believe that he is. Amen. I believe that he is. Hey, friend, he's the God. So I am. Because he's the only God we need. Hey, that's not all our God is either. He's the God eternal. Now you think about this. Now those folks, they pray those little false gods. And I'm not making fun of them. So they really think that's, that that's God. But I'm telling you this morning, friend, we could take up one of those little false gods and we could break them. Throw them on the ground. And they break. Y'all remember Dagon, the God, God broke over there. Our God's eternal. And we're in. 
serving God can't die. Oh, friend, I'm telling you, how's it feel to be serving a God that can't be broken? Amen. Listen, in the great wonderful news about our God, and this ain't the CNN's fake news, this is the truth. Amen. I'm telling you, our God is real. Amen. Our God's all those things. Our God's immutable, which means He can't change. Boy, our moods change, don't they? We'll go to the house, amen, we'll be happy one minute. Honey, I love you. And then the next minute, you come through the door and your wife will yell at you. Amen. And our mood changes real fast. Amen. We, I wouldn't say uh, we have a perfect marriage. We have a happy marriage. And she's always happy and I'm never right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, amen. Amen. We have a God that can't change. Hey, gas prices change. Amen. Uh, people change. Friends change. Relationships change. I'm telling you though this morning, there's one thing in this world that remains the same. That's the God that we're hiding in. Listen to me. The God who sealed us and saved us is the God that won't kick us out because He's a God that won't change. We're hiding in Him this morning. Boy, what a blessing. Hey man, listen, our great mighty God has promised to do certain and exceeding wonderful things for us. Hey, listen, the Bible said over in chapter, uh, over in Ephesians chapter 3, 20 and 21. Listen to this. Now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. God's promised to do something. Now, see, we ain't home yet. But while we live here, has God not done some things for you? Hey, man. Hey. It's God takes Brother Lester's cow, turns them into bigs, so he'd sell them. It'll fix me say. Hey, listen to me. It's God this morning who uh, allows the food to grow to grow in the grocery store. It's God this morning who makes his prayers. Amen. Hey, we was praying for my pastor's wife one time. She had cancer. And we didn't know what we were going to do. Well, there wasn't nothing we could do. But pray. But you know what? She stands this morning cancer free. Because of God. Promise us some things. To do exceeding abundantly above more we could ask her. There was a lady one time, me and my wife got to praying for her. She had Down syndrome. My cousin's baby, little Amber, she had a hole in her heart. The doctor said, Don't look good, we're going to have to do surgery. Well, we got around an old fashioned altar. Some, God, some of God's people. That little girl went back to the doctor. Now, listen, listen to me. God don't heal everybody. Now, I'm here. But He can. Amen. But listen to me. She had a hole in her heart. Pray. Doctor said, "Don't look good." Well, the next time she went, the doctor said, "That little girl's holding the heart to heal it by itself. She knows her not by itself." I'm telling you, friend, that's God. God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask, all that we think. Hey, friend, how many times have you known people going through something and then you come to find out it wasn't that bad? You know what God done? God took care of the problem. Amen, friend. I'm telling you this morning, we've got a God in heaven that answers prayers. A God in heaven. Hey, we can thank 
Hey, man, we've been out for that, for that virus thing. We didn't be my wife. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. We got all crap. We said, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm telling you. Uh, they only had some back pain. We were supposed to come in that time. And here it comes. You know what that was? God, right on time. I'm telling you, friend, not one time has he ever let me down. Hey man, you tithe. Hey man, you give to God. I'm not looking for money this morning, but I want you to be able to have a blessing. Hey man, you give God your money. God will come through every single time. Hey, there's been times, hey man, that me and my wife said, well, we, can't, we ain't really got it to tithe this week. We gave our 10%. Hey man, and we said, now we don't know what we're going to do. Hey, God has come through every time. Why? Because He does exceeding abundantly above. All we can ever ask is like, how about that for a hiding place? Thank God. In 2020, where the world's gone nuts, I've got a hiding place. I hope you do. Amen. I hope you know how it feels to have your sin washed away. I hope you know how it feels. Amen. To be born again, birthed into the family of God. I had a lot of stuff wrote down. I ain't used half of it. That's all right. Amen. Let's look number two. Not only in times of trial. Do we have a place to hide? In times of terror, we've got a hiding place. Look at this. Uh, the Bible said this, right in verse number 5. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. There's terror. It's obvious to see this morning, this man, this song. Now he had some terror in his life. Amen. At some point, this man, even though he had some terror, he said, you know what? I'm still going to trust God. He said, there's things going on in my life. He said, but that's all right. I'm going to trust anyhow. Hey, he could look and he could say that God's still good. Listen to what he said in verses 7 through 10. Read with me. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. The Bible said, only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Friend, in the world in which you are living I, in this morning is kind of like the psalmist here. There are some times of terror. Is there not? I mean, friend, this whole entire world system this morning is a planet run by Satan and it's terror. Amen. I'm not talking about the world itself. I'm talking about the world system. It's system this morning. Uh, Satan's got a hold of with an iron grip. Young folks, Satan's got a hold of with an iron grip. And friend, if we don't take them to the house of God in the world to get them, amen, I hope my little girl raised up in God's house. But listen to me. It's nothing in our day to cut on the news and see bad news. Amen. Fussing and fighting. Nobody can get along. Amen. But listen, we, we see this. We see a, a spiritual weakness in high places. Don't we? I mean, if you turn on the TV and see Nancy Pelosi, there's spiritual weakness in high places right there. I was talking to a... Oh, goodness. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I think I've got good liberty here. I was talking to a man on the phone the other day. He said, you put a witch hat on Nancy Pelosi. It looked like a witch as we used to draw when we in school. Let's move on. Amen. I'm not politicking. Amen. It's wickedness. Amen. But you and I think it's bad here, friend. There's other lands which the gospel's never preached. California's on fire. It wouldn't surprise me if it burns down. Amen. I'm telling you, why is all that happening? Because they want God out of California. 
Listen, the world which we're living in is a day preparing itself for the coming of the Antichrist. He will not come until the church is called out, but we're being prepared for it each and every day. And the world just stands by. Look, he's blinded the minds. There's terror in our day. We live in an age full of terror, but the psalmist, he did too. He lived in an age of terror because he wrote about it. Here in verse number 5. But even though the psalmist was living in a land of terror, the psalmist wrote, Thou shalt not be afraid. That's big words, ain't it? There's no doubt terror in our land. There's disease. There's this corona pandemic. Amen. There's things going on. There's defeat. There's death. There's sorrow. There's destruction. Friend, as sad as all of it is, there's still yet a hiding place where you can run this morning and get you some shelter. Hey, friend, listen. The psalmist was in a land of terror. But God was on his side. Now listen to this. With the Lord on his side, here's what he cried out in verse number 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Now one thing you've got to understand about these songs that are written in Israel. When I get a hold of this. So we can't claim every promise in here. Alright? God would take care of what this is saying. is God would take care of the children of Israel's enemies. As long as they were living for God. So Israel would go into a battle and if they were living for God, they'd win the battle. If they weren't living for God, they'd lose the fight. Now you and I are not Jews this morning as far as I know. And there are yet promises for us that are saved. Now get a hold of this. God's blessings for us are not only national this morning, they're personal. Thank God for that. And you and I are not promised that we will not go through storms. We're not promised that. Not one time did God say, if you live for me, you'll never have trouble in your life. God never said that. So for this, all throughout the ages, people that were saved and born again, believing what you and I believe this morning were beheaded, had their heads cut off for preaching the gospel of salvation. God never said, you won't have trials, you won't have troubles. He never said that. But listen, this morning, there's one thing God did say. Amen. That is, if you're saved and born again, the thing God's lets us, God lets us know is even though there's terror all around, even though there's things that are happening that are out of our control, God's promised us this morning, hey, we're saved. we got somebody to go witness for the trial. we got somebody to go witness for the terror. And He leads us each and every step of the way if we'll let Him. Amen. That's why the psalmist here can say, I have a hiding place in trial. I have a hiding place in terror. I want to ask you this. Do you have a hiding place this morning? In trials? In terror? Do you know how it feels to call on God in your trouble? In your terror? Hey, in your trials? And just cry out to God and say, God, I don't understand. But I know you've got it. And I know you've got me. Ain't that a blessing? You know why people can sit here and say amen to that this morning? Because they've been there. They know what it's like. They have God on their side. Number three. Got a hiding place in times of trials. Hiding place in times of terror. Now let's look at number three. And in temptation, we also have a hiding place. The Bible said here in verses 11 through 16, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Wow. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. 
Glory. Let me just read that again. The Bible said, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and add unto the young lion and the dragon. Shalt thou trample under feet. That'll make sense in a minute. The Bible said, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I'll set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory. Hallelujah. In these verses this morning, uh, we see here in verse 13 that we see the tempter come in. Now get a hold of this. This will bless your heart, nothing else has. In this verse, we see the dragon, we see the serpent, and we see the adder. Now, three chapters from the beginning of our Bibles, we see the serpent. That's over in Genesis chapter 3. The devil comes creeping his way in the Word of God. Now listen, we say this morning, that stinging old sermon again, three chapters from the end of the Bible as well. Over there in Revelation, chapter number 3, I think it is. Or No, I had to back up there. Uh, it'd be 17, amen, or, or 18. But friend, it's at that point in the Word of God we meet that rascal for the last time through the Scripture. Now get a hold of this. Even though the devil don't speak in the Bible, but three times I think it is. Each and every time he's trying to deceive somebody. Now listen to this. He may not speak three times in the Word of God, but he's all throughout the land how do you know, preacher? Look around. The church house ain't full. He's all around. Telling folks to lay in bed. And they're letting him win. Look at the White House. Amen. Look at the systems. Look at the things going on. Look at the people that one time lived for God that ain't living for him no more. The tempter has gotten hold of them. But just knowing the devil's in our land, He's a sworn enemy to the grace of God this morning. Last thing he wants anybody to do is get saved. He wants, us to, he wants you to be in hell this morning. But just to know in this, one thing we can also know for sure is that while we're living for God, the devil's not going to leave us alone. Amen. He's not going to do that. Now, if you sit on a church pew and you don't live for God, he'll probably leave you alone. If you try to do anything for him, he's not going to leave you alone. He can quote scripture. Amen. He can misquote scripture. What did he do to Eve up there in the garden? This one in Scripture. That leads me to something else. I'm going to try. Yeah, I am. Why do you think there's so many Bibles today? They have one word, God. King James Bible. They took it and they changed it. Who's behind that? The devil. He started over there in the book of Genesis. Amen. A friend, listen. In this particular psalm, we see the devil pop in. Just like it does in it through our lives sometimes and all this. It was in this psalm, but I'm glad the psalm didn't stop there. Hey, listen, in the verses which we read, God promised some help as we make our journey home. Hey, the tempter comes in, but there's angels all around. Who's got charge of the angels this morning? God Himself. Don't look at me like I'm crazy, amen. I wonder how many angels we're going to owe thank you to when we get to heaven because they helped us get out of temptation. Friend, even though we see the devil, I'm glad we see something else. Listen to this. We have an angel to escort us home. Hey, friend, it's angels in our day, ministering spirits, sent to us in the psalmist said in verse 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in thy ways. Now listen to this. In knowing that God has command over the angels that help us, we know that the path for us that are saved is a triumphant path. Our future is looking bright.
And one of these great, great days, we're going to a place called heaven. All temptation will be over. Lord, hey, all this stuff that tries us, all the trials, all these things that happen, one day they're going to be over. I don't want to make a back shout my sleep. Hey, listen, friend, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that's the God I'm hiding in. I mean, friend, he's got control over the angels. He's got control over the trials. He's got control over the terror. He's a place where we can run to when we need some help. And friend, I'm telling you one of these days that God's going to be over Satan and see him bound and thrown to the lake of fire, never ever to bother us again. How about that? We're a hiding place. Hey, I'm glad I've got a hiding place. See, we're safe and secure in the beloved today. Think about Noah and that ark hangs this lot. God shut the door today. You got saved. God sealed it. God signed it. God sealed it. And all along, you know, there's a lot had to be rough. See, that ark's picture of Jesus. And we're in him. Well, they stepped out and they were safe. Boy, what about the day? And we step out of the ship. Sealed unto the day of redemption. Step out and heaven's our home. How about that? For a hiding place. Thank God, Colossians 3. Said, My life is hid with Christ in God. Who's over it all? Hallelujah for you. Glory to God. I've got a place to hide. Let's all stand, every head bowed, and every eye closed. I'm done. Hopefully, I haven't worn you out too bad. If I have, it's